0: Hello and welcome to yet another episode at You Are Human, a show attempting to decode human potential and possibilities by bringing you real stories, real heroes. I am so happy to come back after three weeks with this amazing, super duper guest. The reason I say it is because she is nearly 11 years old and she's already an entrepreneur. She has done a TED talk. She has been consulting business students sharing her experience with her business. So please welcome my today's guest, Vinusha M.K. Hi, Vinusha. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. What about you? I am great. It's my honor to have you on my show today. I am so thrilled to have you. Thank you so much. How was your, uh, you had a prior commitment. How did that go today? You were talking to an organization. Yeah, it was going good. Yes. Yeah, it was going good. Life has given you so much so soon. I wouldn't say so soon because you worked hard for it. So you deserve every bit of it. You recently did a TED talk. You have been speaking to, you know, students who are studying in business schools. That also has happened in the recent past. How, How does it make you feel?
1: It made me feel proud about doing all these things. But like not too much confident mm-hmm. uh, and like not too much proud. Like I, I always stay grounded. That's what I keep in mind. But still it was
0: unbound happiness, which <laughs> came out of me when that happened. Of course, we have to uh, be proud of whatever we do. And as you rightly said, that you have to be grounded. What about doing the TED Talk? How was that experience? Like were you nervous when you went on stage or were you okay? Mm, it's my daily test. Um, I know how to do it.
1: <laughs> I was kind of okay because you know I be, I've spoken in front of everyone before mm. but one change was that it was TEDx so I was very really nervous before but I thought I was nervous but I'm sure I was just fine <laughs> I really can't tell about it yeah it, it was just amazing experience like all these people talking over there and then the clasps I received was unexpected
0: and I hope the video comes out fine. It will of course I'm so excited because Prasiddhi was there, Vinisha was there and these are a few young talents from India that I have been you know um, following for a while along with you so I'm really really excited to see the videos coming out soon. So, um, Venusha, my first question to you, like, what I really, really want to know, because when you started off your baking journey, you chose a very um, mindful path, which is something a lot of us who are on the entrepreneurial journey or career, you know, we cannot make those rational decisions. Now, what you did is you had this love and passion for baking, so you decided for yourself that if I want to move forward in this field. I have to take training from the best. I have to learn from the best. So you started approaching cafes, five-star hotels, and unfortunately you were rejected from a lot of places. Of course, because you're a child, come on, at nine year old, nobody wants to hire you because it's legally not right. So you were rejected at a very early age from a lot of places. Now, how did that rejection make you feel at a tender age of eight or nine? How did it make you feel?
1: It Made me feel sad, like I didn't think everyone would be like that. But, um, through my experience, I would say don't judge people at all, like they're really different, uh, they have their own way of nature and everything. So, like, at those young age? I thought, like, why were they being like that, like this? How, like, uh, they can at least help me with something, right? That was my thought at the beginning. Then I started to realize things that people just go by their way. They don't want, you know, to help someone else. Like It's not everyone's attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, like most of them whom I have uh, met, it's some of them. But mm-hmm. eventually I realized my journey both positive and negatives happened. So mm-hmm. we just get through everything and then um, help uh, who hadn't helped you as well. So right. uh, So the experience was like going on a road which has many potholes, but um, I would say it was tremendous amazing experience from which I learned a lot from.
0: Yeah wow so you know uh, the other day I was reading this article where it said that if you want to be a successful entrepreneur be like a child. Because a child is rejected on a daily basis, you know, mom will say, don't eat this, don't do that, don't go out and play, like there is so much no that a child hears, that it's okay, you know, so even in your career or on your uh, entrepreneurial journey there will be rejections. So it's okay. Just be like a child and keep asking <laughs> because a child will never keep quiet. We'll still keep asking the mother for the same thing. So do you think because of your age, because of, you know, it, it kind of like got easier. I wouldn't say it got easier because it's never easy. But do you think like it didn't matter? Like it, you didn't pay too much attention. You just kept walking on your journey, your path.
1: Uh, but actually, no, nah, like, age was, had disadvantages and advantage. It didn't make it easy. It made it more tough. Hmm. Because, you know, like, throughout my journey, I received rejections because of my age. It was something that I never imagined. So, hmm. I would not say, like, everything was not, uh, like, everything was easy and all. Hmm. Um, it was quite
0: tough. I had to cross it somehow. Right, right. No, of course. And, you know, I think... Um when we face so many challenges and we being resilient helps us move forward. I think that's the true test of our times. Yeah. So when you you go and speak to students at business schools, how do they look at you? Did you feel um, like, why are they
1: staring at me? <laughs> nah, like, whenever I keep, like, whenever I talk, I just go on talking something. Hmm. So I just can't stop at the moment. I just keep on talking. They, they'll be staring at me and saying, like, who is this girl? Is she really 11 years old? I'll be like, bam, I'm also a child. Uh, so, like, sometimes I just go too long. Uh, like whatever question you ask, I just go beyond and beyond and take it more than 15 minutes. So that's one of the things that I am proud of myself and also which I regret. So like that's, that's the comment from the, from the children or uh, college
0: students wherever I go to speak.
1: They're like, whoa, are you really 11 year old
0: girl? <laughs> Yeah, it is so bizarre. You know, I've, I've been speaking about you to so many people. I was like, I am talking to this 11 year old. But today, when I was, you know, preparing for our conversation, I was like, why am I looking at Vinusha as an 11 year old? Let me look at Vinusha as this amazing, passionate person who loves baking and who's on this entrepreneurial journey. So that's how I started, you know, uh, with, the, with the mindset that I started. Our conversation. So that that switch I'm trying to bring because as you said uh, initially that you don't want to judge people. So I think even judging somebody because of the age is also something that we're supposed to stop as a society. We're supposed to stop doing that. Yeah, that's true. So Vinisha, you started uh, your own company, your own baking journey with the title called Four Seasons Pastry. Guys, there is a website, uh, Four Seasons Pastry, so you please check it out. And Vinisha is doing amazing stuff. You can book your next birthday cake or cupcakes and a lot more. And you can even buy your baking kits from there, which has a lot of scientific involvement in it because Vinisha loves science. So it's an amazing combination of her passion and Science that she's brought in in her kit, so please do check it out. I will put the link below, so yeah, that'll be easier for all of you. What I want to ask you is, Venusha, how did you come up with the name Four Seasons Pastry? I know you love the four seasons. Is that the reason why you came up with that name? Not
1: only that, I love four seasons, but I also love cupcakes. So I thought why not to bring them together like. Pastries, cupcakes, and everything. That's why I give that name. And another reason is that um, there is a there is a product in my brand which is very It's the signature product for four season pastry. That's the product that I started out with. Hmm. So uh, that's the four season cupcakes. Hmm. So uh, you'll be ha- all knows there are four seasons, right? So winter, right. summer, autumn, and spring. So hmm. for winter, you'll be having. Um, uh, a chocolate cupcake and then white ice icing on top of it and then a fla- uh, like a snowflake on top of it which is made out of fondant uh, same like everything so two cupcakes would be chocolate two would be in vanilla and then the icing and the decoration will be different. For spring, there'll be flower on top of it. For autumn, there'll be leaf on top of it to uh, re- represent autumn. And then for uh, summer, you'll be having sun-colored cupcakes. Wow. So I want to match these with seasons. And that's the reason why I named my brand Four
0: Season Pastry. Four Seasons Pastry. Wow. So was it your idea? Did you go to your parents saying, I want to start my own business and I want to name it Four Seasons Space. Was it your idea? Or was it a push from your parents that, hey, Vinisha, why didn't you go start your own business?
1: No, like it was my idea. It it was kind of like we were brainstorming a bit for my brand name. And then I came up with this. They, hmm. they thought, oh, sure, we can take it forward. Hmm. It, was my, it was my idea.
0: It was your idea. That is brilliant. Do you remember your first sale? Do you remember like, oh, I have my first yes, order. Yes,
1: I do. And, you know, something, I recently found out something. Mm. Um, actually, I found out the bill of the first uh, girl. Uh, this year, I was not remembering her name, you know, like, more than two years. So, I didn't remember her name. Mm. So, uh, like, I know she was around five to six years old. It was a birthday, and then, right? She may be seven or eight years right now. Mm. So, um, her name is Riyas. And she bought one box of cupcakes on that day. And I have that. Receipt. Bill with me. The like, bill. <laughs> yeah. Receipt. So actually I was going through something like I was taking some nobles. Then I saw this bill and I was like, okay, this was my first customer's bill. Rukia.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that is amazing, isn't it?
1: Like, this was my handwriting back then, 15 <laughs> September 2019.
0: 2019, wow, that is amazing! That is amazing, <laughs> brilliant. How, what was that feeling, you know, when you got your first order? How did it make you feel?
1: Like I was really amazed that I was getting my first. I thought no one was gonna, gonna buy me. Like yeah, it was kinda of different. It's like I I I like I was like, okay. Everyone was passing through this. They, they were just tasting the sample. That was the most hilarious thing about it. They were tasting the cha- samples and they were not buying it.
0: Hmm. And
1: that's what me out the most. But after some time, Rukia came and bought some cupcakes from me. I, I, I even had a picture, but I still didn't remember her name. Hmm. I knew it would start with Drew, but I didn't
0: know her complete name at all yeah that is amazing and you know these are these precious uh, moments of your life I think you should always save them and keep it you know just for the future to look back into it because I'm sure your future is so bright and I have you know spoken to you before and you have narrated about your goals so I'm really really confident that you will definitely achieve it but you know save these special things because I'm sure like they will make you feel so amazing in the future Uh, You know, it would be a cliched question, which normally women are asked. Oh, so how do you balance work and home and children? You know, and we get really upset when people normally ask us this because a man has never asked this. So I don't want it to be a cliched one that why adults are not asked this and why we children are asked this. But I'm just curious to know, and I will make this effort of asking you. (laughs) I just want to know that how do you manage school time, business, playtime your love for reading how do you manage all of this like can you run me through on a uh, run me through a day in Vinusha's life how does it start and how does it end so
1: um I sleep at around 1030 mm-hmm. uh, I um, am an out night owl I can go up to 11 or 12 even but uh, I'm forced to sleep at 10 30 which like when I, I go to bed at 10 30 but I sleep at 11 mm-hmm. 30 I'm not sure I don't look at the time but sometimes in midnight when I go and look at the phone like it's 1 30 oh I'm a night owl that's what I think about myself
0: like
1: in the mid break I want to drink some water I get up and see and the time is 1 30 okay but, but I wake up quite early around 6.30 mm-hmm. so uh, if there is school I wake up at 6 or 6.30 if their school is not there I wake up at 7 just half an hour late mm. so I wake up at 7 and then um, I just get ready I just drink some water um, bath, eat and then sit down read newspapers and then after that I go to my school Mm. um actually if it was online classes uh it's a it's a nine for us if it's online classes if it's not online classes it's it's at eight mm. so i have to be school in the school a at eight o'clock i don't 8 15 in, to be appropriate so um i should be in the school for 8 15 so i just get ready um Yes, for going to school at 8.15, I get up at 6 o'clock. That's how much time I get to uh, ready. Like There's only five minutes. It takes only five minutes to go to my school. Uh,
0: oh. It's barely
1: half a kilometer from my home. And then uh, I start, uh, you know, on my online classes, I just log in at 9. And then, like, we have half an hour classes, totally three periods, half an hour classes. Mm. Actually, the... Put it out to four periods right now. So I have half an hour classes for four periods. So first 9 to 9.30 and then I have a break up to 9.55. And then 10 to 10.25, um, a break to 11 o'clock, 11 to 11.30. And then um, again at 11.55 and from 11.55 to twelve 12.25. Um, 12 so, it ends at 12.30, you know, like they, they extend the classes a little bit, if possible, the teachers. So, mm. uh, this is how it goes if it's an online class. But when it comes to school classes, it's uh, it starts much earlier, it's, it's, it ends much earlier. Yeah. So, it starts at 8.15 and then ends at
0: 11.45. We have
1: three periods, one hour for one period.
0: And then what do you do? Do you come back home and then you do get back to your business? Uh, You finish your home?
1: Yeah, so I I just come back home at 11.45. I reach home around 12, 12 12.30 because sometimes it takes too much time to just disperse this. So I'll be coming out at least 12.30 or 12.00. So after that, um, I come home in my lunch uh, and they stopped Giving up breaks for snacks. So after eating snacks, I'll be sitting down for lunch. So after lunch, I will be having my meetings. So that's why I schedule it almost after between like 2 to 4 or till 6 o'clock. So uh, I'll be doing that. Sometimes if I'm getting ready to my school in a hurry, I have to read my newspaper after I come back from the school. So uh, this is how it goes. And after that, I'll have some work to do, like school or homework to do. Um, if I'm totally free, I'm um, I'm free to do baking or read books or something. <laughs> Today I was totally free and didn't have any homework. So I just went and sat and read a book. And um, I actually wanted to do a brownie, which I haven't done for a month. I wanted to do a brownie. So... I didn't have barred at home. So, like, it goes like that. I just go and buy it. Uh, It depends, actually. It differs every day. Of course. So, like, one day I read around five books. One day I read one book or two books. It depends on the time. And uh, I'm a fast reader. I can finish around five books within two hours. And, um...
0: Wow. Yeah, so...
1: Um, what have, what actually, have you been reading?
0: What are you reading recently? Like, what did you read um, today?
1: Right now, like, I finished all my books. So I have to read the book again and again. That's one of the habits that I fear in me. Like, <laughs> even if I finished a book, I'll read it again and again. That's me. Like, uh, I read a book by Roald Dahl, The Fantastic Fox. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, now I'm currently reading Ruskin Bond. Ruskin Bond's books. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I finished the book, uh, I bought around six books. uh, three or four weeks before, I finished it in three days. So I had to just read it again and again. And this this month's lot is over. I have to buy it next month. Like so, I put a I put a bill for my father at least for two thousand every month so every month so um now they have reduced to 2,500 because I've got a lot of books and I think I need to buy a new book rack because I have finished half of it and then about 6 30 or 7 I go down to play so um and then I come back at eight thirty. if I go at 7 I go at come out at 8 30. So I spend one and a half an hour playing. And then after that, before going down, I eat and go. Hmm. So I eat at six, six thirty itself. Oh. So that's my dinner. I just finish it off, go down, play and come. That is such and a then good habit. I read books. Yeah. Uh I come home again. I just check for mails or um, messages or anything. Actually I've skipped a part. After coming back from school, after my online classes, I usually check my mails Mm -hmm. and my social media accounts, what and all follow-ups I need to do and everything. Mm. But back again, when I come from playing down, uh, again, I check it once so that, you know, like after long about a gap, I check it again, see if there is any messages I need to attend to and just check on the meetings. And then I have to prepare for the next day school. So I just pack my bags, keep in everything. And then it becomes 10 o'clock already. I read for half an hour and then go to sleep.
0: It's time to sleep then again. (laughs) Yeah. That is amazing. That's such a wonderful routine.
1: Like I think I took a lot of time,
0: huh? Of course, but that's okay. That's all right. It's for me to know your routine. I was really curious. What has this business taught you? Because you have been doing business now for two years. What are the lessons that business has taught you that you feel like, oh, wow, this is a great learning for me? So uh,
1: entrepreneurship, you really need patience. At the beginning, I didn't. like. I wanted to have things happen quickly like just in a fraction of a second I didn't have patience to wait for anything I think entrepreneurship taught me something about patience you need to have patience about everything if you don't have patience you just don't and you can't succeed so patience is the number one thing that I learned in entrepreneurship Hmm. it's such a big lesson it's such a big value Hmm. and another thing is change we have to um, like we have to create the change in entrepreneurship field hmm. and uh, another thing I learned is that you need to create problems if you don't have problems and then solve it so uh, this is something that I learned throughout my entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship journey yeah it's a saying that is told by everyone but I really do believe in it like when you create problems and then you solve it it's it's like you get more, you know, you you kind of solve the customer's problem as well, uh, and and you get profits as well, and your brand is known as well. Yeah. So these are some of the things that I learned in entrepreneurship: so patience, change, and this. So um, and another thing is risk taking. Hmm. Uh, um, before I I was scared of risk taking, you know, taking risk and doing multiple things, uh, but. Eventually, I started taking risks. I I started taking risks, introducing more products. Even like I I just started over one product and then I started to, you know, introduce more and more. Hmm. So, at the beginning, I started with the four-season cupcakes and then I came out with the chocolates and then I came out with the blondies and then I came out with the delicious baking kit and then sandwiches brownies slowly i started bringing out
0: everything so you have to keep adding so, you have to keep bringing something new in your yeah business. You so that your brand will be known yeah to the customers so
1: you need to keep your brand known to the customers and uh, taking risk was eventually like it's it's i th- started to take uh, taking risk so these are some of the four things that i learned from entrepreneurship hmm. And uh, another thing is their confidence. Hmm. So confidence is something that everybody doesn't have. Um, like I, I didn't have stage fear from a young age itself because, you know, I used to go to, um, in my, even in my school, I used to give comparings and everything. So I, I didn't have any um, stage, stage fear. fear. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, I had self-confidence in myself that I could do it. Uh, confidence is something that everybody doesn't have. So I need, I think everyone needs this as well. So these are some of the things that I learned from entrepreneurship.
0: That is great. What are the probably, you know, advices that you have got so far, which you feel like, yes, this is a good one and I will live by it. Any top of the head, any two to pick your two advices that you have received. And- so
1: one of the things that I always hear from big, big leaders is be grounded. Hmm. So like, like I love that message and I always try to be grounded because I just don't want to be high or low or something. I just want to be grounded with everyone to learn everything. Hmm. Yes.
0: And I wanted to
1: inform you something as well. Um, I'm planning to come out with my new book, which is in process. I just started
0: writing it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm coming out with a book. Maybe, and what is so, the book gonna be about? Is it going to be on baking? Is it going to be on entrepreneurship? Or is it just going to be a story? It's gonna be about
1: the real truth. So um. It's going to be about the small sellers, the vegetable vendors, and shop vendors, bangle vendors, lime uh, juice vendors, flower vendors, all the small vendors who do their business. I'm going to just interview them, get their stories, see about their daily life and write about it. So it's just in process today. I'm thinking
0: of interviewing someone.
1: So mm-hmm. you,
0: I'll be coming out with it very soon. That is amazing. I wish you all the best. And it's such a great concept, you know, because so many of us, we are dealing with these mentors on a day-to-day basis, but we don't know what are their challenges. What are they going through? So it'll be such a unique perspective. Like what, what do they do, even do in their
1: life? Like what struggles have they gone through? All mm-hmm. those things we don't know. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, that I is like amazing. I'll be coming out with it soon. And
0: I'll share, keep it posted to my LinkedIn family as well. That is amazing. I wish you all the best. And I'm so thrilled, you know, uh, it's been so many years. I've been just thinking of writing something. However, now listening to you, I have got the motivation and inspiration to at least follow my passion. Like, just go for it. Actually, like, finally. I took a revolution. I uh, sorry, Resolution. Sorry. So revolution. I took a
1: resolution for New Year of writing a book. And I'm thinking of publishing it on my birthday, which is done. So, I may do it at least have to finish writing it on my birthday. That's what I'm aiming for right now. That's one of my goals right now. And I have to set an hour aside for writing the book
0: that is every amazing. day. That is amazing. That a are amazing. something I wish you all the best. And I'm so sure you're going to kill it. And I'm so looking forward to it. <laughs> Definitely. Vinisha, you deal, uh, you interact a lot with adults on a regular basis, right? Is there something that you, you know, don't like about adults? Is there a complaint that you have for adults? I just want to know. Like, is there something that you're doing wrong?
1: They always think about the past, future. They just don't really think about the present. There's something like really annoys me always. And another thing is that whenever... You know, I meet some of them, like some of them and I meet like, they're just asking, like, what are you going to be in the future? Why, why don't I think about the present? I'm just going to be what I am right now in the present. So like, it's, it's good asking about the future. I'm not saying it's bad, but always thinking about it. It's not right. right. Let's think about the present. Let's think about it right now. What's happening right now? Let's make a change right now. Why are be thinking about the future? that's one thing that always bothers me when it comes to adults.
0: <laughs> that is amazing and is there anything that you see around with other children do you do you see like they're wasting a lot of time or is there anything that you want to say to people your age like children your age is there something you would want to tell them
1: like r2k and 20k
0: 21st century kids the millennials and
1: generation z is it or always you know um don't have patience that's one thing myself at the start of my journey they just want things to happen in a second that's something that always doesn't happen hmm. uh, so I think we have to it down a little bit we have to control it you hmm. have to wait things to become I'm, I'm saying myself as well, not right. only everyone. Like mm-hmm. I was like them and the started my journey as well. Mm-hmm. So that's something that,
0: I think that's lagging in them. Other than that, they're all perfect. Yeah, and patience is something even the adults lack. So I think it's for everybody and we all need to have more and more patience because that's how we will succeed and that's how we will be at peace. You know, what is this rush that we're into? We need to calm down. You know, it's not like a race that we have to win, but that's how it's become today. That's another topic in another debate. It takes time. Mm -hmm. We don't really realize it. Yeah, yeah, everything takes time. Absolutely. Be it business, be it relationships, be it your own health. If you're trying to, you know, build a physique, it's months and months and months of commitment and effort, be it business, you know, you have to work hard and you have to be patient with it. Even when it comes to a relationship, you have to nurture it. You have to give, you know, your everything and be patient with that. So that is great. And thank you so much. Those are some real wise words from Vinusha, who is 11. I would just want to specify that again. the wisdom is everywhere and even wisdom doesn't have an age, but I just wanted to highlight that one thought. Vidusha, uh, what are your plans for the future? I know you told me you want to be a, one of the biggest FMCG company. You want to make sure that you bring in you know, the best um, chefs and have training schools in India because we lack those training centers for cooking, for baking. So you want to do that. And now I know that you're even writing a book. So I know I have kind of um, added whatever, you know, your goals are. But is there anything that I've missed out?
1: Um, no. Actually, <laughs> I also want my baking kits to go worldwide. I just want it to be known um, as, as a product. As and a product. I want people to know my brand's name more than my name. I just want it to be known throughout the world.
0: That is amazing. That's one thing. That is amazing because what you live for, your passion, that should be known more than who you are, more than yourself. So that is, again, a great thought to progress in your life with. As a closure, is there any message that you would like to give to entrepreneurs in general? I wouldn't say young entrepreneurs, old entrepreneurs, because entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs. You know, I've heard from great business leaders. They say that To start a business, there is no age. You can do a business at any age. So let's stop limiting you know, a business idea or entrepreneurship to an age bracket. So that doesn't exist. Is there any message that you would like to give to entrepreneurs worldwide, irrespective of their age?
1: Nothing. Just do what you like. Follow your passion and keep doing what you like. That's the one thing I would like to say to them.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, you know, keep doing what you like, keep doing what you love. That's something we keep hearing. And here you are a living example of somebody who is doing what she loves because baking is your thing. And how you are you know, channelizing that energy into, and that love into diversifying. It's not just baking, but baking kids, now, writing a book. So there is so much that you can grow into. So thank you. Thank you so much, Vinusha. This was an amazing conversation. I absolutely loved it. And I'm so fascinated by you and so many other young, uh, you know, budding entrepreneurs and change makers in our country and around the world. And I am so looking forward to how your journey transcends. And I would definitely be in touch with you hopefully
1: thank you so much thank you we'll meet soon uh it was nice talking to you i hope we'll meet soon physically and thank you so much
0: thank you so much thank you Vanisha. god bless you thank you so much this is amazing thank you for tuning in to today's episode if it has inspired you even slightly then please like share and comment see you in the next one until then remember our time is limited Let's make the most of it. Keep watching You Are Human on YouTube and listen to these amazing conversations on Spotify and other audio platforms.